Welcome to the Ross Road Connect podcast. Our podcast aims to connect you to what's going on at Ross Road Community Church, to connect you to the people at Ross Road, and ultimately, to connect you to God himself. Enjoy the episode. All right. Hello to our listeners and welcome to episode 37 of the Ross Road Connect podcast. My name is Holly and I'm here with my co-host, Craig. How are you doing today, Craig? I'm wonderful. How are you, Holly? Wonderful. Wow. I wouldn't say that I'm wonderful, but I'm definitely like good, you know, <laughs> you know, Scale of bad to wonderful. You're not quite all the way there yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's I'm uh, yeah, I'm decent. And the sun is shining. So that's nice. I'm probably going to go like sit on my balcony after this and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. Nice. So that's nice. Yeah. And you know what we had, we had a fun, um, morning today, I think trying to do some recording. Oh at yes, church. we did. <laughs> That, uh, that was fun. I, I would just like to say that eating Triscuits or whatever those were, wheat thin yeah. that, yeah. that is like eating like a cardboard box or like sawdust. <laughs> so are you going to tell people what happened? <laughs> oh, well, it was just a disaster. Honestly, we're going to need to have another blooper reel yeah. because what happened was I tried to eat the wheat thin and then I just like, it wouldn't disappear in my mouth. Like it We were was doing communion. In commun- doing communion. Yeah, that would yeah. be an important part to include. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like sitting there. And then I was like trying to drink the communion juice, like while it was all still there. And then I just, I started laughing. And even like the whole time leading up to it, I was kind of giggly. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we all kind of cracked up after that point. And then we went to film it again. And then Ellen knocked over her communion juice. <laughs> so it was just a absolute gong show with the whole thing. It was really hard to get through uh, without laughing the rest of it. It was I, very entertaining to watch. Yeah, I couldn't look at Courtney because if I did, I just knew I was going to start laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, can you imagine like if all that had been in a live service? Like oh. on the oh, filming, no. you just start over again and nobody yeah. knows the difference right but oh live service that would have been something it's true well there's something more about when it's like a live kind of thing like you kind of just have to like snap into gear and you can't really like I don't know step back like I don't know I just feel like I would never just like start laughing in the middle of a service because I'm kind of like oh there's real people here but for some reason when it's just the camera I'm kind of like oh okay like you know we could stop if we need to like it's a very different uh a very different kind of thing. Well, and, and leading communion on camera too is a little bit difficult because usually you can read the room, like totally. Yes. See when people are finished chewing and then kind of move on, but you feel kind of self-conscious with all the dead space on camera because you're chewing. And so I've learned to take very small bites and yeah, um, I don't have the same issue with wheat thins that you do. So that would have been fine for me. Okay. That's so true though, about like reading the room and stuff too, because like, I don't know it's hard like to do like, you know, when you're, when we're in the service, like there's a lot more of like an ambiance and like, it's just, it's just different. Yeah. But for this, I'm like, okay, I can't like start giggling now. Like it's just, you know, <laughs> it's not the vibe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, that was tough. Uh, <laughs> but it was good. Indeed. They came together in the end. 
it did come together in the end and that was nice. And I did get self-conscious of my like chewing noises though. So then I was like really thinking about that too. Cause even Courtney was saying when she edits it, like she has to like turn it down so she doesn't hear the chewing. And I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I gotta yeah. say, I, um, I almost use this in my sermon, which I preached this morning, which will be uh, long past by the time this episode comes out. But um, yeah. I talked about how, in when when we have pride in our hearts, we don't forgive other people for the very same things we do ourselves. And I almost use the example of how annoying it is to me to listen to someone chew. Oh, every time it happens, I have to remind myself, what do I sound like when I chew? Exactly the same. So I can't be judgy here because it's the exact same dynamic if the food was in the other mouth, so to speak. So that is fair, but you yeah. know what I learned? I'm actually very, very similar with that. And I've heard it's actually something like in your brain that's different for everybody that makes you like physically very angry when you hear the sound of someone <laughs> chewing, like it's actually a thing for some people where it makes them like more angry than it should normally be. Yeah. So it actually just might be different for you. And I, I'm the same. I get quite agitated by hearing that sound too. I think you're worse than me, how you describe it, but, uh, I probably it, am. It just doesn't yeah. sound you know, very pleasant. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, wow. All of this to say, I am going to do a full circle moment here. And I would like to take us back to a couple weeks ago or whenever it was when Craig asked me to name 10 hockey teams <laughs> and I successfully did it. And then in return, I said, well, one day I'm going to have to get Craig to name 10 kinds of flowers. You did. So now is the time that I've yeah. given Craig no warning. And I would like you to name 10 kinds of flowers, please. And, and you know what? Um, uh, I, I said the other week that my son uh, listens to this. That's so he right. came up to me after he listened to that episode. He's like, dad, can you name 10 kinds of flowers? <laughs> and I said, uh, I honestly don't even know. So he's about to find out. He's about to find out. Okay. So <laughs> tulips and roses. All right, that's two. Daffodils. Yeah. Um, carnations. That's the name of your business. I have to get that. That is, yeah. What in carnation? Uh, yeah. Um, peonies. That's a kind of flower, right? Ooh, that is good one. I went off the board with that one. Yeah, that was good. Um, sunflowers. Does that count? That definitely counts. Did I say daffodils already? Yes, you did. Okay. I hope Caleb's got the ding going on here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, that's sick. Lilies. That's a flower, right? Yep. Um. Are like bluebells a flower? Is that a thing? I think that is. Yeah, I think that's like a different kind of a different flower. Like I think that's, let's see, but that definitely is something. Okay. I don't ever use them in arrangements, but I think that is something. So we'll count that one. You'll give it to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a okay. thing. So I got two more. Um, two more. I can't believe you know bluebells over like. <laughs> I'm probably else. missing some really obvious ones, right? I'm trying to think. I don't know if you are. I mean, um, for me as a florist, it's different because in my head, I'm like, oh, there's all these obvious ones, but that's probably different for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you've got a rose and a tulip. Yeah. Those are pretty. Uh, violets. Yeah. Right. From the poem, roses are red, violets are blue. So yeah, that's that, true. That's got to count. <laughs> um, number 10. Oh, I can't. I can't, uh, I can't stop at 10. Yeah. You got a hint on number 10. So on the hockey team thing. So do I That's get a hint true. on number 10 for this one? 
Ooh, okay, maybe. Uh, Man, it's funny too. I have I'm looking at like a ton of flowers. Oh, you know what we could do is I could show you a bouquet that's in front of me and you could try to name something. Oh, that's never gonna work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch in here that you haven't said, but yeah. uh that would be do you know Did what I say a lilac? Is that a kind of flower? That's not in here, but that is a kind of flower. Nice. <laughs> you did it. I could, I cannot identify a flower by looking at it. That's asking way too much. <laughs> that, yeah. that, yeah, that is asking a lot for sure. Yeah. Except a rose and a tulip. Probably I could get those two. Yeah. That's if true. I couldn't get it, I was going to go for like a dandelion. You <laughs> no, know? that's a weed, not because, a flower. Because <laughs> it's kind of has a, a color to it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> definitely weed <laughs> wow well i'm proud of myself i am proud of you too that was uh that was good wow i like this uh naming 10 things thing so uh you know if you're a listener and you want us to name 10 more things uh yeah. by memory just you yeah. know let us know listener feedback's great and by the way listener feedback uh we talked the other week about how i love uh vac nice vacuum lines on my floor <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, I got two texts uh, about that, uh, saying that they also love the vacuum lines. And uh, so <laughs> thanks for the listener feedback. One of them was from my mother, um, who of told course. me that I was like my kids and destroyed her vacuum lines. So this is just my kids are you know, paying, <laughs> paying me back. So that's so anyway, funny. Suggestions are <laughs> Those great. around comes around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Well, um, now seems like a great time to jump into our conversation today with Dan Stark. So Dan Stark is a elder candidate right now. Uh, so we're going to get to talk to him, hear a little bit about uh, his life and kind of his dream for Ross Road. So yeah, let's just jump right into our conversation with Dan Stark. So Dan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great to have you on. Uh, we're excited to uh, introduce you a little bit to our church. Lots of people will know you, of course, but um, uh, even those who know you, many of them haven't seen you for a long time. So yeah, that's uh, true. Just like they haven't seen the rest of us. So I want to get you to introduce yourself a little bit to the church. So tell us, first of all, about your journey of faith. Okay. Well, I grew up as a basically grew up in the church. Uh, we used to go to Broadway Tabernacle when I was young. My parents took us out there faithfully morning, night. We did uh, all the trips to Vancouver for, for uh, junior choir practice. For My mom and dad were in the, in the uh, choir and the band. Uh, I was in something called Crusaders and battalions. and So I, we were out to Vancouver every day all the way up till I was in grade seven. Uh, I got saved when I was about seven years old. Uh, my parents sort of waited till they felt I was old enough to understand about Jesus and about about the things I was learning in Sunday school and, and, and all that. So at seven, my dad had sort of had a talk with me and he asked me if I wanted to give my life to Jesus. And so I, I definitely did. And we said a prayer and he wrote it down in the Bible that I had as a kid. And I still have that page you know, letting me know when I asked Jesus into my heart. So, so it's been something that I've always remembered my dad taking that time uh, to explain everything to me and just to really make sure I did understand. And yeah, so it's been a journey ever since. Mm -hmm. That's great. So tell us a little bit about your family, Dan. Sure. Uh, I am married to Cynthia. 
Uh, we've been married for 27 years, going on 28. I hope I got that right. Better make sure now that it's being recorded. <laughs> uh, so anyway, she's Italian, and uh, so I get to eat some really good food, which has <laughs> been one of the best best things uh, that I didn't know I got myself into when I married her. <laughs> Uh, so she loves Star Wars and she loves to throw parties. Uh, she'll celebrate anything. And I mean anything. Uh, COVID has kind of set the party thing uh, back. But uh, once this is over, you can bet she's going to want to get people over and start throwing parties for whatever she can think of at the time. So uh, also, I, ha I have a, a son, Jonah. He's 23. Uh, he's in his last year of business school. Jonah loves soccer and working out. He has been running a painting franchise for the past four years, and he's dating Manami. Uh, they've been together for four years as well, and we love her. Um, Manami is a lab analysis. Uh, next is Lily. She's 21 and is a dental assistant in Fort Langley. Lily and Josiah had a wedding ceremony on March 6th. Uh, so I have also a son-in-law now. Uh, Josiah is a lot of fun, and it's nice to start to balance out the guy to girl ratio in our house <laughs> we've been kind of outnumbered up to this point uh so yeah we're planning a bigger wedding at the end of may for them so the covid's kind of kind of thrown thrown everything off a little bit but yeah. we're making the best of it so. uh okay and then my youngest is ava she's 18 and works full-time at brown's social house in langley uh she'll be going to university in september to get her degree in musical theater and she's hoping to spend some time on Broadway and then use the degree for teaching at MEI in the future. So Ava sings on the worship team here at Ross Road uh, as well. And she just loves it. So, If there's anybody that I know in my life that could go on Broadway, it is definitely Ava Stark. One hundred percent. So you, you did a lot of singing and have done a lot of singing, Dan. So mm -hmm. I want to know who's the better singer, Dan at 18 or Ava at 18? I don't think there's even a question there. It's obviously me. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, she's, she, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. 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 She's a blessing for us all. Um, and uh, Jonas, his painting crew is coming to paint my house here coming up. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So the pressure's on. Yeah. <laughs> pressure's on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. So. Um, uh, tell us a bit, you, you've, you've had some experience in different denominations through the years. Tell us about uh, that journey. Sure. Uh, like I say, I grew up going to Broadway Tabernacle. Uh, so that's a Pentecostal church, a really, really awesome church. We had some really, really good pastors. Uh, the people that went to that church, they, they were so in love with Jesus. They had like... Every, every single week we had uh, prayer meetings at the front or they had what we, a prayer room back then. And I still remember every Sunday that lineup going into the, into the prayer room. And I'd go with my dad and we'd, we'd go and we'd pray and everyone's, you know, getting pretty, pretty uh, emotional. And those were some really, really powerful, powerful times and really strong memories for me and things that I always think about. You know, like it was, I learned a lot and it was very different sort of atmosphere uh, from, from say what we have here at Ross Road, but it, everything, it, it's like God has different personalities that he puts in different places. 
So, but I, I did, I did learn a lot about that there. Mm -hmm. And I, we had a lot of really, really good experiences. I was in, like I say, in music and, and my parents were in band and choir and yeah, it was awesome times. And then after that, we went to uh, Delta Pentecostal church. And so I was there through my teen years and uh, same sort of thing. It was, it was good. The church had a few, few issues that they had to go through uh, so that was hard because i had never seen that before but i uh, ended up with a really good pastor and uh, then the church kind of started growing again and, and sort of really came together uh, so but that was that was a hard thing for me to see when a, a church splits up uh, but then after that i went to uh, cla mainly because all the young eligible women in our church had sort of gotten married and moved off. And I was finding myself, what am I doing here? I got to go somewhere where there's some girls. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I went to CLA and Langley and then ended up meeting Cynthia there. And that nice. was, that was a, a good experience. <laughs> Worked out great. Yeah, that's right. After that though, once we, once we got married and we, and we started having kids, CLA just felt too big and we wanted to go to more of a family, sort of a smaller church. And then uh, one of Cynthia's uncles had tried coming to Ross Road and he said, hey, you know, they've got a lot of families, a lot of small kids. You guys should come check it out. So that's kind of why we, we sort of came out to Ross Road. And then, of course, we ended up getting connected and making a lot of friends. And we've been here ever since. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh, that's great so what do you do for a living now i am a professional i like to say that word because it <laughs> sounds more fancy but i'm a meat cutter i'm a, actually a meat manager for otter co-op now out in abbotsford i've been doing meat cutting since 1986 or so as well so i've been at it for a long time and i i enjoy i enjoy doing that for sure uh but uh yeah so that's what i do and what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? I like to uh, ride mountain bikes. Mostly at these days it's on the road, but I, I still take that mountain bike out. And if there's a trail, I'll hit it. <laughs> you know. But uh, no, that's what I do. That's actually sort of for fun and for exercise. Uh, we like to go for walks down to Fort Langley. Definitely like to uh, get outside with the dogs and play and you know do some frisbee and just things like that we don't we're not doing as much lately as we did before but uh, we, we, we love to be outside hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's cool man around around here you know if you as soon as you say that you like to frisbee there's about you know six people from ross road that are going to try to pull you into oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well my dog's my dog bear she really can uh, chase that frisbee and catch oh, it I so bet. Well, she's doing pretty good yeah. Have, have you ever done disc golf proper, Dan? No, but I'm thinking I would I would definitely like to. It's looking yeah. looking like some like it would be fun for me for sure. Yeah. Nice. I think I can throw a frisbee better than I can hit a golf ball. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I am an especially fun person to play disc golf with, as Craig can attest to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> very very fun i like to give people ratings on yeah. how good their throws are okay exactly yeah i make sure to keep everybody humble you know <laughs> that's right i guess i don't bring bear along though 
<laughs> yeah, probably <Although> not. <laughs> as a dog lover myself, that would sound wonderful to me. But <laughs> um, so tell us what is something that most people don't know about Dan Stark? Well, most people don't know that I can play the trumpet. I did that all through high school. I'm rusty now, of course, but that's something that that people wouldn't know because that was way back during high school that I that I played all the time. That was a lot of fun. Uh, there's so much to say. What is it now? I can't think of anything else right now. But that was one thing I thought that people wouldn't know that I do that. So, did you do that at church one time? Did you play the trumpet for some occasion? Uh, not at our church. I played at CLA a little bit and back back at Delta I used to play. I used to even play trumpet solos up at the front. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, you also have a remote control car obsession. Yes. Yes. That's thanks to my wife. She started working uh, last year before COVID hit. She was working for high performance distributors and she started bringing me home remote control cars to test out and I hadn't played with them since I was a kid, but it's funny because once once I started playing around with them, I was actually having a lot of fun. So yeah, now now she got me a drift car, and next thing I'm out there building little tracks outside on the driveway, and just it's it's got to be honest, it's pretty fun. <laughs> That's awesome. We uh, Jenny and I used to live on the property uh, that the Starks live on, and uh, sometimes I'd be working uh, working from home up in my office, which is in my bedroom. All of a sudden, I hear the the high pitched whine of a, a remote control car coming my way, and you hear it uh, drifting around the corners. And sure enough, I look way across the property, and there's Dan standing there and driving it around. Uh, yeah, I'm just living out my fantasies of being a race car driver into the little remote control car world. That's all. <laughs> well, you're pretty good with them, though. I you let me try, and I couldn't handle the one. It it was crazy, but uh, you knew what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you kind of hinted at how long you've been at Ross Road since your kids were small. So 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Since around 2000. Right. And, uh, what do you appreciate about Ross Road Community Church? I just think that at Ross Road there, everyone is so friendly and, and they really, uh, welcome you and they want to, uh, include you in the things that they're doing, you know, uh, so definitely very welcoming, and you, it's a real strong sort of family feel. Mm -hmm. uh, I really appreciate that. I think Ross Road is a super hardworking church. Out of, I'd say that's almost their strongest characteristic that I've seen is that when something needs to be done, it's like everybody does it. They just go and they they like put everything they have into into doing whatever needs to be done, and that's something that I did notice about Ross Road yeah mm -hmm. that's so true like when the church kind of sees like I don't know when they have a vision like they chase after it and yeah you're so right mm -hmm. um so with that too how do you think Ross Road can be more effective in accomplishing its mission it's hard to say it, that's kind of a almost a hard question because it's not that I think that they could even be more effective or that they could do something better uh I think because they already do a lot. And, and I think for me, it's more just, I would love to see Ross road get more, I think more enjoyment out of their sort of the, the presence of the Lord, like uh, just more seeing them just enjoying that time together with him, you know, 
because they they already do things. It's not that they do do more. I just think sometimes we could enjoy God more, you know, on that personal kind of level. Yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. So you've been through a discernment process with the discernment team and uh, have agreed to let your name stand uh, for eldership. Uh, what led you to to do that? Well, for one thing, I'm missing uh, being involved at the church, especially through COVID. Mm -hmm. And uh, when when uh, I was asked if I would consider letting my name stand, I was thinking that it would be something that I would like to do because I want to be more involved again. And and uh, it's an area that you can sort of not that you you can sort of have some influence and you can you can help and and the way that the church operates and the things that we do it's nice to be able to have a say. And then it, it's just another way that if, if God can use me and I can help out in that way, then I'm happy to do that. Hmm. That's great. So this last question, you kind of already alluded to a little bit with your um, answer about the church's mission, but is there anything you would kind of add to uh, your prayer for Ross Road? You kind of said you want uh, the church to uh, enjoy the Lord a bit more, but uh, was there anything else you would add to that answer? That that was my prayer. Uh, that because because we do so much already, my prayer is that we would start to like I say that we would just really get a closer, more intimate relationship with Jesus. And and it's not like something you can judge. And I don't want to come across that way. It's more like when you see a married couple, you want to see people who are really in love, and you want to see them cuddling and hugging and just being together. And and I think that if you were to sort of compare that to us as a church, it would be good to see people just really feeling that love and just, just kind of having that intimacy with the Lord. That's, that's, if, if anything, I would just, that's what I would pray that you would see people just experiencing him in a real powerful way that just kind of can't help, but explode out of, him, you know? Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So uh, we're going to play a game. Uh, Holly, do you want to lead us through a game? Yeah. So uh, what do you call this okay. game? I, I always forget what you call it. Okay. The game is called, do you know me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the way that this game works is basically we are going to ask you, Dan, a question, uh, but okay. before you answer it, uh, Craig and I are going to attempt to answer it uh, based okay. on our knowledge of what we know about you. Um, so we will give our answers. And then after, uh, Dan, you'll give your answer. Okay, sure. Sweet. So uh, the first question that I'm going to go for, and for this one, I'll actually be surprised if even Craig will have an answer for this. Uh, so the first one is, what is Dan's favorite Star Wars movie? And you have so little faith I in think me, Holly. Craig if you can name a Star Wars movie, I'm going to be really, really proud of you. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Actually, when I saw you send me that question, I Googled the Star Wars movies so that I would know the titles of them. <laughs> oh, wow. Things that don't surprise me at yeah. all. I have seen them all, though. Oh, so loud. I have seen them all. But to know what they're called, that, and now you're asking a lot. Um, I'm going to say, yeah. though, because I know the Stark family, Whichever one is the, the first one with Kylo Ren, I'm going to say that is 
uh, at least the Stark's favorite. Maybe if it's not Dan's, it's it's someone in the Stark family's favorite. The first one with so I don't know which one that is, but whatever it is, that one. <laughs> I feel like it's Ava who loves uh, Kylo Ren, and uh, you know what? I don't blame you, Ava. If you're listening to this, I'm with you. Uh, that is number seven. I what is that? Oh, those are the ones I've seen the the least. I don't remember even what those are called. But I'm gonna say that Dan's favorite is gotta be like. One of the original trilogy, like one of like, you know, one of four, five, six, which I always get them confused, but I'm going to say maybe like the first or like the fourth. So I think that's Return of the Jedi or is that A New Hope? A New Hope is the fourth one. A New Hope is the fourth one. Okay. I'm going to say that is your favorite. Okay. So now you want me to answer, do you? Yeah. Okay. So... It's tough because I love them all, of course. They're fun. Uh, I'd say if I had to pick a favorite, it would be the sixth one, which was Return of the Jedi. <laughs> but, yeah, but I grew up, of course, going to see the original one in, in the theaters. And that had the biggest impact because we had never seen anything like that. And it was totally. just, it just kind of, you know, they brought out the toys. And I, of course, had to go get the little star wars figures from kmart at the time and, <laughs> you know i played with them with little space vehicles and it's yeah star wars was it was just a real fun thing and uh but yeah if i had to pick a favorite you're not far off with with kylo ren though that's definitely probably with he asked the girls that would be more their favorite one i yeah, get it yeah <laughs> yeah but personally personally for me i would say definitely return of the jedi yeah. nice that is a great one yeah okay my hot take for the day is kylo ren is overrated as a character in star wars so uh, oh boy we're hitting so, you're, you're hitting a, a I nerve know. there i know i'm not I'm never gonna be, yeah i'm never gonna be allowed back yeah to the Shark house after that comment but uh, yeah kylo ren is like a you know that's a hot take in star wars like you either yeah. love him or you hate him but i just love him for what he is like i do think he's kind of like a whiny teenager like an yeah. angsty like punk teenager at times and that's why mm -hmm. i just love him like i think mm -hmm. it's hilarious i dislike and him I for all of story. the same reasons yeah all right craig what's the next one? Oh yeah okay so dan's favorite decade of music oh that's mm. probably pretty easy for me okay well don't answer it yet uh holly what do you think uh i'm gonna say I think it's probably 80s and that's kind of just on a stereotype of people that are generally in your age category is they generally love the 80s. So I'm making a stereotypical answer here, but I mean, the 80s also was a great genre of music. Um, but I'm going to say like, I don't know, 80s pop rock or maybe, maybe some 90s. 90s is also a great decade. Yeah, I, I would probably would have guessed 80s, but you took it. So I'll say 90s and We'll see right. one of us. <laughs> okay. So if I was to give you a bonus question, who would you say would be my favorite Christian musician from the 80s? Oh. Oh. Michael Can W. We know... <laughs> Can we or... know the genre? Oh, can we know the genre? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Christian rock. Christian pop. Christian rock. rock. Okay. 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 Um, Striper. Yeah, that's not bad. Or like disciple, maybe somebody kind of in that category. I tried to see this. 
So, so Michael W. Smith was what category would you say he was in? Well, not and not really rock. No, definitely, definitely That's, not rock. Know, like, like, uh, I don't know what genre just, do you call like, that? I guess that was just like the worship category. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, what what's the answer to both of those yeah. questions, Dan? Okay. Okay. So, favorite genre would. I dip into two ranges and this is where I'm going to give away some of my age here. But so I'd say I dip into the seventies because of the second chapter of Acts. Okay. And so that would have been Christian rock, but they also carried into the eighties. Petra. So, you're going to say Petra is what you're going to uh, say. I like them. I did like them. Uh, my, no, Michael W. Smith was my favorite. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite. And so, yeah, so that, that genre, but I mean, I tried, listening to striper and i tried listening to you know more of the the heavier christian rock but my favorite was michael w smith and and my ultimate favorite i'd say that had the biggest impact would have been second chapter of act yeah mm. but that's 70 so yeah <laughs> right and all my family they like to yeah they know mansion builder all that yeah uh i was just really hoping you weren't going to say and i don't remember if this was 80s or 90s but um I was really hoping you weren't going to say Five Iron Frenzy because I, I can't handle Five Iron. Frenzy. No, I don't. Know, I don't even know who they are. Okay, I totally, I know that name. I can't even remember what kind of genre they oh, are. Oh, it's, it's ska, is what it is. Oh, oh, yeah. oh some, yeah, that that could sound good on a good stereo. <laughs> I can't do it. So funny. <sighs> Love it. Oh, all about the Christian rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay um what is oh okay here we go has dan ever broken a bone and i'm gonna say yes yeah i just gonna i'm gonna say multiple bones i feel like dan uh, i wouldn't i I don't know if dan was a wild child but i feel like he was like intense like he was he was living life and he likes to mountain bike so i'd say yeah there's gotta be yeah 100 percent Okay, so to answer that question, so I have broken one bone in my life, my collarbone, and that was Ow. riding a, that was riding a dirt bike out out in uh, where was it out in Kamloops? Yeah, I hit a rock and I took a pretty good tumble. I I spun apparently I spun around like ten times in a row really fast. So yeah. out yeah. in the fields, yeah, yeah, it, it hurt. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's try this one. Uh, we know that there are uh, two dogs in the Stark house, Rocky and Bear. Mm-hmm. Which one is Dan's favorite? <laughs> or does oh, he have a favorite? That's almost like asking who's your favorite kid. That's the next yeah. question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no I'm going to say that Bear is Dan's favorite dog. I think I might also say that bear, like if you have a favorite dog, it might be bear. Yeah. Okay. This is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, if the girls are listening to this, I'm just listening oh, to yeah. no, I, I do. I do love bear though. Like I love throwing the Frisbee outside with her and just, she, she's pretty good cause she's very fast and she can run and, you know, she'll go and, catch the ball but rocky's cute too and he's like little and he's tough and and he, i like to get him to chase bear and try to beat her up of course 
but uh, no, no, they, I love them both. But Rocky's Rocky's the little guy that likes to sit up and be your hot water bottle when you're watching a movie, and Bear is more the one that wants to go out and play. So, yeah, but Honestly, yeah, if I, if I had to pick, I guess it would be Bear. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, there is nothing like kicking back and like watching a show and having a nice little animal like come and snuggle you like mm-hmm. that that's bear or rocky gets extra points for that like that's yeah. when i get to sit at home and snuggle with Belle, my cat like it's it's the best it's so nice that's right um, yeah so the last question is has dan ever had a mullet yes i'm gonna say yes and i'm also gonna say yes yeah, you're right there. I definitely had a mullet all the way through the 80s, uh, oh, right, from, right from 86 to about 1992. Nice. I, I think I had it when I have it when we like on our, our wedding pictures. So, you, oh, can, so you can still see it. Yeah, you can see it. <laughs> oh, was, that's was Cynthia awesome. a fan of the mullet? Oh, she loved it. Yeah. yeah. I think that was one of my one of my selling features. <laughs> <laughs> Your best feature. Even. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I worked yeah. that mullet. Boy, did I have That's so funny. That's great. Oh, uh, excellent. Well, Dan, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for sharing a bit of your heart with us. And uh, we look forward to serving God together with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it was really fun uh, doing this with you. Yeah. So uh, to our listeners, we'll be back with another episode in a couple of weeks. And until then, um, we'll see you later. Ross Road Connect podcast is produced by Ross Road Community Church in Abbotsford, BC. For more information about our church community and links to more podcasts and sermons, visit rossroadcc.ca.